Welcome to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Let's join our host, Melvin York. Well, hello again. This is Melvin York with Daddy Pete Gardening. And we want to continue on into part two of some of the heirloom vegetables that I recommend that you may want to try. Again, these are all heirloom varieties. And with that being said, these are the type of seeds that uh, you can save seed from. They will come up year after year, unlike your hybrids. And uh, the other things that uh, some people do get. So your hybrid seed, well, usually you can't replant. You need to buy again because they'll go back and uh, honestly revert back to whichever was the stronger of the two varieties. They may be deformities and all. So you want to keep it an heirloom seed. That way you can always save the seed, share them among friends. That way you keep the seed going, uh, which is a good idea. We talked about last time some of the tomato varieties. This time we'd like to talk about some of my favorite green beans. Again, it's time to be uh, buying these. Some of these heirloom varieties already sold out, so you'll need to plan for next year. A uh, good time is to see if uh, some of your friends or neighbors have them. Uh, get them to save some seeds for you off of them, share a few. And what I actually do when it's hard to find seeds like that, I'll plant what I can get a hold of. I won't uh, use them for eating purposes uh, that year. I'll save them all for seed and then plant again next year. Again, I like to share my seed with friends and my neighbors so I can keep them going. Green beans is a pretty long list. If we do not get all the way through it, this segment we will go through uh, on the next segment, but this will be part two of my favorite heirlooms. Some of those green beans, and I'm sure you've never heard of them, so you might want to go through and write these down or listen to the podcast again. You can always do that on our website at uh, daddypeach.com. Just go through, hit the archives on the podcast, and you can do that. Uh, Theodore Meese, and uh, these are a small potted by about a four-inch long bean. Vines go up to about seven inches. They make up for the size by producing a huge volume of beans. These beans are kind of a, a cream color and light brown or tan. The seeds vary in size on these. They're not exactly the same as you see a lot of them. These can be a snap bean or a shuck bean. We'll talk a little more about that. It's one of the more primal heirloom bean seed perceived savers. So that is a Theodore Meese. Another one is a North Carolina Long. They're a white seeded. I got a great flavor variety of bean. They're rare. They do very well. And uh, they're just an all-around good crop of beans to grow. The pods are usually about five and a half inches long. You will get about nine seeds per pod. And vines are usually eight to nine inches on those. So that gives you an idea if you're planting in row gardens or if you're planting them in pots or raised beds. So green beans is something. Uh, again, we'll stop here for a second. You can plant them in your row gardens. They work well in pots, like a five-gallon pot. You can put uh, three to four seed in those and actually works well when the frost comes in the fall and they're still producing. You can slide those into a barn or a shed, the basement carport, slide them back out because usually in the fall we have a couple of days of cold and then we're right back into the warm and probably get another crop of beans off of them before the freeze hits. Myers family cornfield beans. Now cornfield beans, anytime you hear about this, 
or planted. People used to plant them in the corn. That was a way to save your acreage. You could actually plant them uh, beside the corn, and they would use corn stalks to grow up on. You could walk through, pick your beans right off the corn. That way you didn't have to put up a trellis or strings or whatever to hold the beans up. Now, if you're going to do that with any variety of cornfield beans, the time to plant your beans is right after your corn comes up and it's uh, four to five inches high. That way the stalk's going to outrun your beans. That way it has a place for the vines to go up. Makes just a perfect way to walk through the corn and uh, grow your corn crop and your beans at the same time. Both corn and beans are heavy nitrogen feeders, so you want to make sure that you do supply enough nitrogen for these. But anyway, the Myers family cornmeal, the pods, uh, that cornfield bean, the pods are five to six inches. The vines usually reach about six foot tall, which most of your corn stalks will go that or over unless you're running a small hybrid variety, uh, early sweet corn. And I would not uh, really recommend planting them in that. Uh, with your uh, what I call your field corn crops or your old hybrid corns, that's where you want to plant your cornfield beans. Um, these beans were really prominent around the Smoky Mountain area. They're very productive Appalachian type beans. You'll love the taste of them. Another one was hickory stick. Hickory stick was a small brown cut short seeded pole bean. Again, we're talking about one that could be planted in the corn. Pods are just about three and a half, four inches long. They turn kind of a reddish color when they mature. They're very productive beans. You'll see those all the way from uh, Kentucky all the way through into the Carolinas. So it, it is a great bean. Uh, tender white pod does have a white seed. Vines get six to eight foot tall. The bean tenders, very productive pods. They originally were from Jackson County, Kentucky. And which turned out to be a very productive bean, one with a great flavor. You like those voluntary half runners. I know in my area, there's a four or five different types of half runners. Uh, a lot of people don't know that, but uh, half runners has always got a good taste. They are a bean that you do have to string, uh, and they are susceptible to some of the diseases of rust and different uh, diseases, but all in all, unless you have a very wet uh, spring or early summer, they usually do well. Uh, but they have probably one of the best tastes. They're round-turned pods. They grow about four inches in length. Uh, they do produce well. You'll get a good second, third crop on them. When I do my first picking, second picking, I usually like to leave some for seed in the second and third pickings, and I use that. So that is now, keep in mind, the volunteer white half runner. Back to our pole beans, you have your Tar Heel pole bean. That is one of the most favorite uh, pole beans that's used in North Carolina. It's uh, got a really rich beany flavor. A lot of these pole beans people will grow out in shell and just cook the beans themselves. Pods are four to five inches long. They reach about seven foot, and it's a nice white bean. They do cook up salt, got a great flavor to them. But again, those beans are kind of hard to find. Uh, Kentucky Brown Greasy. These beans I've never eaten, but I do like the looks of them. Uh, I'm going to try some this year. They're kind of a brown speckle type beans. Again, four inch to five inch pods. Uh, you're looking at six to seven beans per uh, pod. 
or on those. And usually this originated from Kentucky, and it was uh, quite a good bean. Uh, one of the old ones here, too, is a hasting. It's a white-seeded bean. Um, the pods are six to eight inches long with uh, those. Uh, they are full of seed, uh, which makes it a great bean if you want to break or save and just shell out and eat the seeds, cook them like that. Vines get six to seven foot tall. Uh, these beans used to be sold by school kids years ago to raise money. They would sell uh, uh, so many packs a day, so that was a good way for a lot of your ag classes and all to make money. And that was a Hastings white seeded bean. We've got one that calls a brown stick bean. Uh, first berry in our garden had a sweet taste. Um, they got a small brown seed. They're about four to four and a half inch pods. Easy to pick. Browns only grow about five and a half, six inches tall. They're low growing to the bound. Bushy makes a good seed there. Um, Let's go with one called an Old German. And these are, I know some varieties you've probably never heard of, but when you get to looking around in the seed catalogs, you will find and try some of these. You can buy the small packs of these, try some you know, for a taste to see how you like them and save some for seed. If not, move on to the next variety. Not every green bean has a taste that everybody likes, but these has got a, a real big brown seed. Their pods grow six to six and a half inches long. Now, they're really uh, a bean that is full of bean flavor. There's about seven beans to the pod. The vines will actually reach about seven to eight foot tall. So that is one more uh, big bean. Again, you do have the noise chambers. This is a white greasy cut short bean is what they call it. Five to six inch pods. This bean is a high producer. They bear until frostener and they grow seven to eight feet tall. Great bean flavor. So now again, we're looking at beans that, you know, will go on and produce two or three times. You'll have the first picking, second picking, if the temperature's right, and sometime you may even get third. Then you have some, like your pole beans, are more shaded, and they do better that way. And uh, you can get beans on those. They'll just keep, if you keep them picked. And that is the number one key. Um, with anything in your garden. Make sure when it produces the fruit, it's sparing to get it picked off. That way you will see them rebloom, especially green beans, and put on another crop. Do not expect your second, third, or fourth picking to be as many or the fruit to be as large or as long because it usually doesn't happen that way. But again, still great beans. And we're going to talk about some of the ways that you can take those. This is only just a small part of some of the beans that I would like to uh, go over with everyone. But again, that uh, old German is something else. So if uh, you would, uh, you know, try some of these and we'll go back and we'll look at the rest of them and see what goes on then. So we do appreciate uh, you turning in and listen to us. And you can, uh, again, go back to the archives, get these names. You can uh, find that on our website at daddypeats.com. And with daddypeats.com, also look at some of our products there, how we can help you to grow your garden. You know, our slogan is, we help you grow. And that's exactly what we intend to do. So if you have a question, make sure that you do uh, send that in. Uh, we'll be more than glad to answer that and uh, get back to you as soon as we know how. 
if you leave an email address or whatever, we can answer it that way for you. Or we'll bring it up on our podcast. So that's something that uh, we most definitely want to do is to make sure that we help you when you garden. Use some of our products. Look at our raised bed mixes. We have mixes for if you want to grow these beans in pot that works well, a potting mix. And we also um, have uh, different mixes if you want to add uh, our composted manures or uh, our mushroom compost or our kicking chicken to your garden. Well, until next time, we'll get uh, part two of this one here of growing beans, which was uh, part two of my favorite seeds. So we'll continue on with this on the next one. So until then, we do appreciate you listening and thank you so very much. Thank you for joining today's Gardening with Daddy Pete. You can check out our website at daddypeets.com for additional gardening tips and our podcast at gardeningwithdaddypete.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.